is the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. Bradley Goins Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed the Feed 5 Podcast, presented by Suavecito Tequila. Hopefully, you chugged an entire bottle of Añejo on New Year's, and you live to tell about it. Uh, speaking of living to tell about, there are a lot of teams right now trying to jockey for position in the NFL postseason, uh, Green Bay, uh, obviously being one of them, Seattle as well, Detroit still alive, still registering a pulse, but their fates will be determined next week and along with these two teams and where their standing is officially. And the Monday Night Capper here in Week 17 is Buffalo and Cincinnati in a game that should be a plethora of points, Lundy. Uh, the Bills are laying one right now at BetMGM with a total of 49 and a half. Finally, at least we hope, finally, a, an eventful, a compelling prime time game. Uh, what do you got for me in this matchup? Um, I'm going to say there won't be a plethora of points on that. Oh, really? Good, sir. Yeah, uh, I am actually going to go the other direction. I will say Cincinnati defends home field, wins their eighth in a row. Give me 24-21 for the striped ones of Cincinnati. Oh, 24 to 21. I tell you what I'm going to do. I am constructing here on the fly a same game part. Like, I agree with you on the money line with Cincinnati. So we're going to make that one leg and then we're going to mess around with the total here and try to lower it. And maybe it'll become more appetizing uh, for your betting purposes. I'll take the total down to 42 and a half and I'll take the over on that plus 180 again Bengals money line and the over 42 and a half I think that's the play uh I'm I'm with you um I I think there's a lot of reasons why Cincinnati not the least of which is the fact that they're at home um I think there's a lot of reasons to like Cincinnati in this game um and frankly I think they should be the ones laying the points not the other way around yeah, it's a bit uh, miffing, a bit shocking, uh, vexing, if you will, that the Bengals are catching uh, a point here, but they are, which means line value. And before that line closes, you might want to jump on it now while it is at plus money and get seduced by that juice. All right, with the Bills and Bengals officially on the board, let's get after it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Monday Night Mania here on the pod, and we uh, got more props, props, and more player props, as we always feature. Don't worry, I'm going to have some bowl game picks. Don't worry, I'm going to have some off-the-radar college basketball selections as well a bit later on the pod. I'm sure Lundy's going to throw in some NHL. Hell, he might even... You know, windmill slam dunk, dunk at home with the NBA, but uh, we'll see what he winds up doing. I know I've been working on that vertical, my friend. Uh, numero cinco here on the fade five. Uh, one that caught my eye when it opened yesterday is Devin Singletary. I took the over on 10 and a half receiving yards. He has done this nine times, Lundy. Nine times a uh, guy who's also caught at least two balls in nine games this season he's averaging 19.1 routes per game and you look at the Bengals 
they have allowed 4.6 receptions and 32.1 receiving yards per game of the running back position. 13 RBs have hit the over on this. I think Singletary is going to get his customary couple of grabs, and those couple of grabs are going to go for at least 11 yards. So best use of the business right now at FanDuel at minus 108. Uh, you're going to come with me on this journey. Fade or follow. I really like the fact that FanDuel's given us a little bit of a gift there. Just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit there. Just the tip. Uh, at the minus 108. So I'm going to roll with you on this one. Like him out of the backfield. Uh, potential, potential one and done? What do you think? Could he do it one and done? It's a single play bait, a possibility. There's no question about it. But, you know, I think the flat's going to be open, as I mentioned, at least a couple of times for him. He's been a featured player in this capacity the last couple of games, even with James Cook's role ratcheting up. All right, I'll take it. Give me the over on the 10 and a half receiving yards. Let's rock. Don't suck, Devin Singletary. Number four. All right, let's get some plus money. Oh, no, I uh, correct myself. It's minus money. It was plus money uh, when I put this together yesterday. Now it's down to low minus money, mind you. So keep an eye on it. Maybe uh, the plus is going to come back into play here on an SGP slash OGP on Joe Burrow, 250-plus pass yards. Joe Burrow, two-plus passing touchdowns. Uh, the modern-day Joel Cool is going to be exactly that uh, in pressure pack situations tonight, even with Tredavious White uh, back manning in that secondary for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you look at Burrow, a guy that has uh, consistently thrown a couple of touchdowns in a game this season and uh, also racing past 250-plus yards. Uh, often this year as well. You look at the Bills, they're giving up to 6.56 pass yards per attempt. Uh, but you look at Burrow, number nine among all signal callers and red zone completion percentage. Again, I feel this could be more of a higher scoring affair that Lundy does, uh, though he likes the over on that reduced total of 44 and a half. And I tell you what I'll do. Lundy, let's get it to plus money, shall we? How about Joe Burrow, 13-plus rush yards as well. So a triple whammy with Burrow in this game, 250-plus pass yards, two-plus passing touchdowns, and then if you add, it's minus 105 in those first two legs, but if you add the 13-plus rush yards, you ready for this? Plus 228 at bet mgm we know that he's an opportunistic signal caller and he's actually hit all three thresholds in a game three times this year so it's not a complete rarity so fade or follow i'll pick your poison here whether on the original sgp burrow 250 plus pass yards burrow two plus passing touchdowns or with the added leg of 13 plus rush yards what are you feeling there? Minus money and 105 on the only two-legger, plus 228 on the three-legger. Well, Brad, I don't think there's a, a gentleman out there uh, listening to the podcast or watching that doesn't uh, appreciate another leg. Um, so <laughs> with that, yeah, I went there. Um, so, you know, I'm going to add in that third leg, my man. I am going to yeah. get this up into plus territory. I like the rushing uh, opportunity for him. A little bit opportunistic. I think you can get up over that number. The two passing TDs, the passing yards. Uh, giddy up, man. You you got me when you got it to plus odds because I was a little disappointed that here you are throwing out an SGP at a minus 105. I'm like, oh, come on, man. It's the new year. We're supposed to at least sneak 
into positive territory. Come on, brother. But you did it. You brought the third leg to the party. That's what everybody always appreciates, don't they? Oh, uh, and we uh, and, and we got ourselves in positive territory. Lock and load. Like that one a lot. Do the three-legger. Oh, that third leg. Awfully arousing. Number three. All right, catches, catches, and more catches for Stefan Diggs. That is Umar Trace here on the Fade 5 today. Give me the over on five and a half receptions. Higher juice here right now at DraftKings at minus 130. I think by kickoff, this is going to be above minus 150. So you might want to sprint to your favorite sports book right now to lock and load this wager. You look at uh, Stefan Diggs' season, 9.5 targets per game. Uh, He has gone over this number nine times this year, but he has been under in three straight games, which is rather uncharacteristic for a high-volume guy. The Bengals have allowed nine guys uh, to go over this number, and five of those nine have come since week 14, snagging at least six balls in a game. He's got to get a lot of Taylor Britt and coverage. uh, The elevated back of cornerback, uh, now in the starting lineup, has allowed a 110 flat passer rating and 63 flat catch percentage to his assignments this season. So it is a very favorable paper matchup for Diggs. So I, I think it's getting back to what he was really consistently for much of this season, with the exception of his last three weeks, and that is a target's hog from Josh Allen in a game with some of that pew, 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 shootout appeal. So Lundy. Fade to follow. Can you dig it? Hell yes, I can. On the over five and a half receptions, minus one thirty at DraftKings. What say you? Well, the nice thing is, you're if you can pop this at five and a half, do it because it like for example at FanDuel right now it's up to six and a half. Um, mm. That's the that's and at six and a half it's at minus one twenty. So if you wow, can get, if you can get five and a half at minus one thirty, you're getting yourself a hell of a bargain, people. Uh, run, don't walk to your uh, DraftKings account to be able to take advantage of this one because everybody else is is either juicing it up or they're bumping this one up to six and a half. I was surprised when I saw it at five and a half, Brad. Um, so this is something that that much like you, I jumped on right away um, just because I was really surprised at how low that number was. Take it while you can get it, folks. Um, and if it starts to jump up, it starts to juice up, this may have to become part of an OGP, SGP for you in order to get it at a level and a and an odds that you're going to feel comfortable with. Yeah, like uh, six-plus receptions, uh, maybe 65 or 70-plus yards. Yeah, I can dig that all diggity day long, over, over, and over again. Number two. All right, Numero Dos, uh, let's, uh, uh, you know, appease Lundy here on an SGP with actual plus money. Uh, after he threw me under the bus and then threw it into reverse and then uh, slammed on the gas and ran over me yet again after I had the minus odds. I had to add the old third leg uh, to engorge uh, that certain uh, proposition that was out there. Well, this one has us all uh, aroused, to say the least. At least it should be. And that is an SGP on Joe Mixon, 20-plus receiving yards. I'm going to slap that together with Tyler Boyd, 30-plus receiving yards. Here you go, Lundy. Plus 145. Is that titillating? At BetMGM. Why do I like this one? Well, 
Uh, you look at Joe Mixon. Uh, he has been a featured pass catcher really the entire season when he's been in the lineup. He's averaging 23 routes run per game. He is number 10 among all running backs in yards per route run, and he's hit 20 receiving yards in seven of his last eight games. The Bills have allowed 4.7 receptions and 29.3 receiving yards per game to the running back position. So everything pointing in one direction and one direction only, and that is the over on this lower threshold. Meanwhile, you look at uh, Tyler Boyd getting a lot of Teron Johnson. And to me, that is the weakest link of this Buffalo Bills secondary is slot coverage. And that's what Johnson mans. Uh, he is allowed a 72.7 catch rate, a 106.7 passer rating to his assignments. Uh, you look at Boyd, he has gone for at least 30 plus in 11 of 15 games this year. Uh, and he is number 13, and I was kind of shocked when I saw that ranking. Number 13 among all wide receivers in yards per target. So, again, favorable uh, SGP here. Uh, we don't have to have four, five, six, seven ridiculous legs, and it gets screwed on one of those uh, opportunities. Uh, just a simple two-legger here, plus 145 at BetMGM. Mixon, 20-plus receiving yards. Tyler Boyd, 30-plus receiving yards. Lundy, fade or follow. Sometimes two legs are enough. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> you might want to compare. This, this entire podcast has gone off the rails. I, I just want to be. I, I, it's, that's what it's we do in 2023. It's 2023. Just send it straight off the rails. Who who gives a shit? Um, I'll, I'll follow on this one because you've given yourself a couple of really low thresholds. I worry every now and then um, when there is the healthy receiving core for Burrow that one of them winds up being uh, the redheaded stepchild off to the yep. side. Um, yep. And that's my only, I think Mixon, I think Mixon hits this number. I, I think he does just because of the, the, the play calling uh, and what Cincinnati will do. I worry every now and then that we get one of those games out of Tyler Boyd, where he finishes with like two catches for 21 yards and that's it just because he doesn't wind up with a lot of target. It's happened. When you've got that many good options out of the backfield, not the least of which is your running back, it does occasionally burn you. But I think this one, this is one that I like the fact that it's only two legs because if we tried to stretch this out, I could totally see Tyler Boyd tucking underneath and pissing us off at the end of the night. Uh, Tyler Boyd, please be kind to us. Let's hit on this SGP. Number one. I numero uno, uh, ring the bell there at the diner. Meals up on James Cook, and the wheels are up uh, and away on him as well. Really taking off here down the stretch, and I'm taking the over on 26 and a half. That's it. Rush yards, minus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hey, look at Cook. He has played 40% of the snaps or more in three of his last four games. A guy getting 8.5 attempts per game on the ground in his last four contests on average, uh, netting 6.2 yards per touch. And that is number two among all running backs, eligible and qualifying running backs in the NFL this season. He's also number 15 in yards created per touch so what does that show he's got the shimmy he's got the shake we know that he is like a ball out of a cannon uh just uh, when he gets the ball to the belly he flies man got a lot of juice in those legs uh much like his older brother you look at cincinnati in their last five games only allowed 3.43 yards per carry to rbs only allowed two 6.52 rush yards per game 
two RBs, but 19 guys have ran for at least 27 yards against them at the running back position. It's a low threshold. I like this a hell of a lot more. And by comparison, Devin Singletary's number on rush yards is 44 and a half. So if you're looking for value in the Bills' backfield, I think it's tied to the rookie. Will he be a sensation, Lundy, on the over 26.5 rush yards, minus 115 at DraftKings? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I I can see this. No, I just I, I'm I'm really curious what this game script's going to look like tonight because I already told yeah. you I'm on I'm on the under and I know a lot of people are on the over. Uh, I know a lot of people are are just saying, hey, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna probably wind up with some decent weather. We're gonna, like this isn't going to be an issue, and people are like, all right, fireworks, which I would love. By the way, I, I actually as much as I'm on the under at the forty nine and a half, I would love nothing more than a primetime game. That is like I, I'd be okay missing out on that particular pick tonight if it means that I get highly entertained to kick <laughs> off uh, 2023. Some entertainment yesterday for sure, but yeah. I want to see a, I want to see a good primetime game tonight. So I'm going to roll with you on this one. I told you I hate it uh, when I go five for five with you. Just it just yeah, it just pisses me off. I just I, I want to argue with you. It's really just in my genetics to want to argue with you, and so I'm disappointed that I don't have the opportunity to do so right now. So I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna follow. I'm going to follow, but I don't, uh, I'm not happy about it. Not happy about it. Oh, Lundy, uh, I guess you're going to follow me there, but you could certainly fade me in bonus time. Uh, plenty of opportunities for you to argue some of my points, but you never do because I sign off on the show. But maybe I'll have a rebuttal or three for your selections. What else you got on the card tonight across the smorgasbord of sports betting? Well, I want to throw a couple things out. First, if you're listening to us early, obviously we have the Winter Classic taking place at Fenway Park. Uh, this one is a 2 o'clock Eastern time puck drop uh, between Pittsburgh and Boston. Uh, yes, I know they're not technically, using the air quotes here, at home, uh, but yes, they are. Uh, Boston is basically at home where they have been completely unstoppable. Uh, all season long. So I say the home cooking for the Bruins continues. I also really like the over in this one. So here's what I did. Um, hopefully in your particular jurisdiction, uh, they are doing this for you as well. DraftKings is offering a 20% boost on a bet on the Winter Classic for today. So here's what I did. Did an, did an SGP out of it, just two legs. I brought the total from six down to four and a half. That's it. Over four and a half. Boston on the money line, and with the 20% boost, it took it up to plus 114. So nice and simple. The last three Winter Classics, by the way, have all had six-plus goals scored in them. Uh, it's pretty common in these outdoor games, frankly, for them to wind up being relatively high scoring, at least five. And as I said, the last three straight Winter Classics have all had at least six goals um, if not higher. So take that SGP, but get yourself that 20% boost. It puts it into plus territory. As I said, it took it up to uh, plus 114. Uh, um, looking at the bowl games for today, um, I, I'm probably really going to re regret this. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm probably <laughs> really, really, really going to regret this. Um, Tulane is really freaking good at covering people yes um they against are. the spread the green wave is spectacular against the spread so i'm going to take the points um against usc in the cotton bowl um i i think usc is disappointed that they're in the cotton bowl as opposed to 
having a better opportunity to play in a bigger bowl. I just think they're meh is, is how they're going to look at it. Uh, so I'm going to take the points with uh, Tulane. I'm also taking the uh, I'm taking Penn State just straight on the money line against Utah. Um, I believe uh, that Utah's, um, uh, you want to call it their their Super Bowl, their whatever, was the Pac-12 championship. I, and I think now Penn State's going to expose them. Um, and on top of that, Franklin is spectacular uh, in bowl games. And so I think we're going to have Penn State ready to go. So give me Penn State on the money line. Give me Tulane plus the points. Um, I'd be happy to talk about the Mississippi State-Illinois game. Uh, but I'm going to, I'll just, I'll yield the floor uh, to you on that one, Brad, because you're wearing the Illini gear, but that's what I've got for us in bonus time tonight. What about you? Uh, yeah, well, Mississippi State Illinois uh, kicks off at 11 a.m. Central Time, so like uh, 30 minutes from when we actually tape this pod. So uh, if you are listening straight out of the gate, take the Bulldogs uh, minus the three against my Illini with all the opt-outs, including the Brown brothers, Sydney and Chase. Uh, your elite running back, uh, one of the elite uh, cover corners in the league, and uh, also with Witherspoon also out, a uh, guy who's going to be playing in NFL Sundays, and all the coaching turnover that Illinois had on defensive end and the red zone issues they had in the regular season, uh, and, of course, the emotional tie with the passing of Mike Leach playing a factor. I, I like Mississippi State, which I also have a degree from. It's the Brad Evans Bowl, after all. Uh, so I, I can't lose. Um, let's go to the world of college football. Uh, I like the under in that SC game. It's up to 66 now in the Cotton Bowl against Tulane. Tulane has been a lead defense this season, number 21 in college football in scoring defense and number uh, five. I think they're top five in passing defense, giving up 188.5 pass yards per game. I know the churches have had their issues uh, defensively, number 102 in total yards per game allowed. But I think uh, 66 is a little too high for me. I think this game will be right around 60 or the high 50s overall. I kind of like Purdue. And the other bowl game against LSU, they're catching a 15 at DraftKings in this contest. Yes, you got a brand-new quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, that's preparing for the pros. Uh, you've got uh, your head coach out uh, as well. Uh, but, you know, the system is still a play. Uh, I think Austin Burton, who is in at quarterback, is a guy that's, you know, got a little bit of experience there. Uh, so I think ultimately, you know, he's completed 70.9% of his attempts lifetime, and he's uh, had 103 throws in his career. So it's not like, you know, he's played sparingly. Uh, LSU, uh, Tom, number 30 in offensive efficiency, uh, total offense, I should say, number 51 in total defense. But Purdue, uh, number 50 in total defense. So, they're going to keep this one closer than the 15 points. They may lose by two touchdowns, but you still win as they cover the spread in the end. Uh, by the way, just a note, I don't have a pick in Utah, Penn State, but we've seen some reverse line action in that game. Interestingly, at BetMGM, 71% of the handle is on Penn State, but only 48% of the tickets on the Nittany Lions right now, uh, who were catching a point and a half at the uh, beginning of the day and now are favored by a point, point and a half, depending upon what shop you're looking at there against Utah. All right, let's go to the world of college basketball real quick here. Uh, I like Rutgers tonight, plus eight and a half, on the road against Purdue, and I kind of like the under in this game as well right now in the low 130s. Uh, Rutgers one of the best defensive teams in college basketball. Uh, very well noted here on not only this broadcast, but other 
uh, broadcast. Number two in adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Bart Torvik. Uh, they're giving up just 41.6% inside the arc, and that is critical uh, given the size of Zach Eady of uh, Purdue there. And Big Cliff Omorori uh, is going to have his hands full, but he is a premier shot blocker, going to climb the ladder, and I think uh, keep Eady somewhat at bay in that game. Eady could go out, still get like 15 and 10, but limit ahead of less than 20 points. Knowing the struggles that Purdue has had shooting at three in their last 10 games, uh, below 30% as a club, and uh, over the last month, they're number 75 in adjusted defensive efficiency as well. So I think Rutgers and that staunch D will keep this one nice and snug. So give me them plus eight and a half. And then my play of the day in college basketball, Lundy, is Brown plus two. Go Bears! Go Ivy League! Uh, against the Penn Quakers, Brown at home. They have won seven of the last ten games straight up. And over the last month, number 29 in effective field goal percentage defense of college basketball, number 26 in defensive rebounding percentage. They're only giving up 30% along the arc and 43.5% inside of it. And that's the strength of the Quakers is scoring the ball in the paint where they're shooting 54.2% from two on the season. So if Brown's defense uh, carries over and arrives in this game, uh, I think they're going to play extraordinarily well and get the victory. So if you like them on the money line at plus money, like plus 105, 100 straight up, take it. Uh, Penn is number 297 in adjusted defensive efficiency over the last 30 days. And last and certainly not least, in the NFL, how about uh, another parlay play just for S's and G's? Uh, how about mixing 20-plus yards, uh, which I had at uh, Tyler Boyd parlay, dig 60-plus receiving yards, and Josh Allen, two-plus passing touchdowns. He put those three together, plus 250 at BetMGM. That's very enticing. All right, that is a wrap on this uh, third-leg heavy edition of the Feed 5 podcast presented by Suavecito. Do us a favor if you enjoy this podcast. Drop us a rating and a review at your convenience. Also, follow us. Follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. All of his picks available in the spreadsheet there. Easily accessible, always transparent. And I take the same approach. You can follow me on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. As always, until next time. Feed or follow, that is up to you.